You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, here with my guys, Brian and Dave. What's up, fellas? Apparently, <laughs> 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 there's some information I'm not allowed to know uh, that has to be said off air, but I'm not allowed <laughs> to know before the podcast, because otherwise I'd go on the podcast and be like, man. <laughs> <laughs> But I did I'm, it anyways. Jokes on I'm, you, fuck faces. I'm being censored. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I have nothing to hide. How was uh? How was your guys's uh Thanksgiving? How was your holiday? Um, I mean, I had a I had a good time. We we had to get up super early on Thanksgiving. That kind of sucked balls. But then we went and had a nice breakfast with Sarah's family, and then we went out to Illyria. Saw Uncle Don. Saw um his grandkids. Adorable, hilarious kids. Um, my cousin Evan and Kelly got to see them. Aunt Jean ate some good food. And then the next day, I went Black Friday shopping for Sarah's fucking birthday. And that was a goddamn nightmare. Oh, my God. So you went to the stores? You didn't just do it online? Yes. Yes. Oh, That's... you idiot. Dude, it wasn't me. I like Sarah tells me uh, like a week ahead of time before her birthday, I think I want to go Black Friday shopping on my birthday. I'm like, uh... the internet exists. The internet exists. Why would you want to fucking do that? And she goes, I think it would be fun. And I'm like, you're an idiot. That's so stupid. I hate this idea. And then oh my, my dad, both my parents were like, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. It's, it's not like it used to be. It's not nearly as crowded. The internet exists now. Post-COVID world. It's not the, the same kind of crowds that you're picturing. No, it's every fucking bit of that. It was packed. We went to South Park Mall and it was packed to the gills. And I wish I brought a pillow to scream into. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it so much. Dude, that whole time I thought you were going to say that you had that she was going to tell you you had to go to the stores because they put the best deals at the stores and not online which i don't even know if it's true or not i just thought that that was the angle but no she it's kinda, just like she kind of felt that way i mean and, and then at the end of the day she only bought one one outfit it was like a pair of sweatpants and a sweatshirt at aeropostale which i did not even know still fucking existed and she bought that, and then we bought two other Christmas gifts that weren't even on any sort of sale. And that was it. We oh, weren't dude. there for super long. We weren't. That's but nice. like, I mean, two and a half hours there felt like an eternity. I legitimately, when I looked at my watch and saw that we'd only been there for two hours, I'm like, I, I would have guessed four to, to five hours at this point. Oh, that's miserable, dude. I will not oh. go. I hated it. That's one of those things where I'm like, have fun. Go with your sister. Go with your mom. Not on her birthday, because her sister did go, and and she did say that I could have gotten out of it. And I wasn't going to leave her alone on her birthday. You know, leave her not with me on her birthday. I want to be there for all of it. That's nice, dude. That's up. You're a better man than me. Well, you've been married a lot longer, so maybe maybe one year I'll just be like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you're... what you got to do. It's your birthday. You don't want you're... me there, bitching. <laughs> See, that was the thing is I promised I wouldn't bitch, and I really did not. Wow. I just, I just kind of took a lot of real deep breaths. There was a lot of sighing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. A lot of sighing and just kind of like trying to recenter myself and just hold the rage in was what I was trying to do. And also, my uh, the big dick baby was there. And he was, uh, he's a really fucking cute kid. So me and him had fun. Oh man. I got a big dick baby story. I oh, forgot. Yeah? I didn't really going to talk about it, but so somebody is talking to me. I saw him over the holiday break and they were like, yeah, dude, you guys talk about big dick baby. He's like, it's a real thing. Somebody they work with had a kid and said, Hey, my kid's born and sent the picture out. 
in their like work group chat. The kid has a giant hog. He sent a naked picture of the baby to his coworkers. And uh, then everybody was just in the office looking around being like, is that abnormal? And they're like, yeah, it's, the baby's got huge balls and a huge penis. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> These big dick babies are out there, dude. They're out there. <laughs> big dick babies. Keep dude. an eye out or they'll steal your girl. I guess so, dude. That's a one-off, but no, no, no. They're, People are going to be stuffing their baby's diapers just to have them, you know, <laughs> able to compete with these other babies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love the, they love the big dick baby talk on the podcast. They said because I they knew one. So we all do. We all love it. What are the? Uh, <laughs> there's no way it's the same baby. No, 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 no. My my brother-in-law would never send out nude pictures of his child well that's i thought that was insane dude and also yeah. like it is it is absolutely insane but um people are like i mean baby butts that's common to, to post pictures of never the, the full fucking genitals that's just real weird but like you you know the big dick baby doesn't have like you know an adult size hog on a tiny little baby it's not like it's it, my my stepfather-in-law said it best he's like so so you know how like a normal baby penis might be about that big? And he points to like a small part of his pinky. He goes, well, his is maybe like that big. And it's just like a little little bit down. But it's, it is it is noticeable compared to other babies, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Who's doing the research, though? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Moms. Baby dick expert. Yeah, dude. The big dick baby's mom. And then my mother-in-law have both been like, yeah, like there's other babies we've changed. His is bigger. They created a subreddit. (laughs) (laughs) My baby has huge balls. (laughs) I can't wait till he's older. And I'm like, we used to talk about that dick a lot. Oh, that's funny. I used to tell crowds of strangers about your dick. <laughs> there's Your over mom told 40, me it was okay. Yeah, there's 45 hours of fucking internet podcast footage. I was talking about your cock. <laughs> the guys who I did it with are dead, but uh... <laughs> all right, Pete. <laughs> and then I'll always pour out some Mountain Dew for you. <laughs> uh it's good I'm, I'm glad you went shopping that sounds fucking miserable it sounds like a nightmare exactly what you said off the rip dude it was terrible, terrible. it was Did you terrible. see any fights no it, it, like it's not like that anymore but like the the stores looked like a fucking hurricane hit them shit's just all over the floor um you know what really pissed me off is so I've got that picture from from Dave of Miles hitting Mason Rudolph. Sarah had got me the turkey leg Jones spiking Terry Bradshaw on his head. Now I need Jose Ramirez punching Tim Anderson. And I went to the, the two places in the mall that have all the framed Cleveland pictures. And they've got the Miles ones. They've got the turkey leg Jones ones. they got them in different sizes. I asked them about Jose Ramirez. And they're like, oh, man, that that's a really good idea. I'm like. It never even occurred to you to do this? The, like this iconic moment? That's a top 10 moment in all of Cleveland sports. That's, that's much better of a moment in Cleveland sports than anything Miles Garrett has done. Um, a much better moment in Cleveland sports than Turkey Lake Jones spiking Terry Bradshaw. This is just that much more of a football city than baseball city where everybody's like, got to have all that brown stuff. Who cares about this Guardians or Indian stuff? They just got a couple like 95 Indians players. Nothing crazy. Nothing awesome. It sucks. So now you can go back and buy a frame pitcher in three months for $120 or whatever they're going to fucking rack it up for? No, nah, I'm, I'm going to get a custom one made probably. Yeah, dude, that's the way to go. What uh, fuck was it, that Rally House place? No, ra- Rally House doesn't do that much kind of stuff like that. Like there's no. like, like memorabilia places in malls because, <laughs> you know, malls are dying and they all kind of have the same types of businesses that flock there. You have your like framed art kind of place that's just the guy told me, he goes, you know, if I can find it on Google Images, I can get that within the next few days. And he's like, I'm like, 
okay, so you're just ripping Google images and making money off of other people's pictures. <laughs> you're, I'm glad that you're you're making a living off of this, but um the uh, like there's always a memorabilia place there's always the weird gift shop that has like skulls and dragons and leather and uh, i love that fucking shop dude <laughs> i buy yeah. so many knives from those <laughs> well then there's also i don't think they have them as much anymore but there always used to be the place that was strictly knives and swords i don't know how you paid brick and mortar lease <laughs> fees to have a knife and sword store, unless you set it up in Middle Earth, dude, that probably crushes in most parts of America. Swords, dude. I, I know numerous people have swords as decorations in their house. Oh, I've got swords. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> swords, yeah. Dude. What are you talking about? I've got swords. Uh, they are gifts from my sister from exotic parts of the world. Yeah, dude. Did I ever talk about my buddy's dad, who's kind of a a seedy dude, I guess you could say? Somebody broke into his house, and he was sleeping, and they took one of the swords off the wall and held it to his throat and said, like, give me all the shit, you know what I mean? And stole a bunch of shit from him. Uh, I mean, aren't most of those swords, like, dull and unable to actually murder somebody? No, dog, he got them super sharp. He kept them them in in murder grade? Yeah, dude. Why wouldn't he? You don't want to get chapped with one that's dull either. There's, you know, it doesn't matter how uh, not sharp that blade is. It's, you know, you're not waking up to that being like, you know what? That blade's not that sharp. I bet it doesn't cut me when he slams me in the throat with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, what's the difference between that and a baseball bat, I guess? You guys remember on like I think it was St. Patrick's Day this year I sent you that picture of me holding that like brass knuckle with all the blades out on it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was the same guy who had got robbed by Sword Point. Oh um, man. Yeah, that, that was St. Patrick's Day. We were like going to run to the gas station and we may or may not have had a couple. And then we found that in a loaded handgun in the car. It's like <laughs> god damn it, dude. <laughs> That's so embarrassing if you spend that much money. On fucking personal protection. <laughs> then some assholes inside your house holding the sword to your head. <laughs> what has it all been for? Yeah, right? <laughs> You're such a failure. I love the guy. I don't want to make him sound like he's some kind of degenerate, but he's, you know, he's like my degenerate. You know, he's been a father figure after my dad passed for many years. So Does he, does uh, he have a dog or a security system? He had like a little bitch dog like me at one point. Yeah, you need. Oh, one bet he's gonna at least let you know people are there, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you get up and get the sword, and yeah, that's what he needs. Before he at least needs do. something to tell him to get the sword. Yeah, because otherwise those swords are useless, bud. Yeah, dude. I uh, I don't know, dude. It's fucking wild, but that's how those places stay open, dude. It's uh, like nerds and like Fox News people, dude. Wizards, wizards, dude. Dave, how I... many swords do you own? At the house, I've got a set that, like, um, it looks like a bow staff, and then you, you separate them, and they're, it's two swords, and they, like, so it's disguised. It, so it you're Donatello like and Leonardo all together. <laughs> it's, it's a hybrid of the two, yes. And yeah. um, uh, I was trying to mash their names together, and they both end in the same fucking thing. I was like, Leo Tello. Leo Tello. Okay, yeah. Okay. you know what time it is dude you know what's going on over here cowabunga Um, time cowabunga (laughs) it is uh so i've got those the bow staff that separates into swords and i've got uh like a uh, like a short sword or something i don't know i don't know it's like a mini hatchet sword kind of it's weird a knife uh no, it's longer. I mean, it's it's probably you know a foot and a half, almost two feet long, maybe. Like what they had in three hundred, the short sword. It's not. It's more. You know, it's designed to look like it's like uh, some sort of Asian weapon. I don't. It's black <laughs> and and all the the blade is red. It came with a couple little um. You know, those little tiny throwing darts that Did you get this on Wish.com? Because I've seen something just like this on Wish.com. No. 
Did you say it came no. with throwing stars? Yeah, they're it's not Kunai. stars. They're like they're like uh, little dart throwing darts that have like the ring on the back, and then they look like almost like a Star Wars uh, ship coming out the front. You know what I mean? Like that triangle shape or whatever. Got but it. um, yeah, Kunai. I, dur- during the like that, I, yes. Mm-hmm. So during the pandemic, I had a hundred and twenty dollar a month knife budget. <laughs> and, I, and i was subscribed to two knife clubs and that was so i was supposed to get like three knives a month and one month i got two knives and this big ass fucking sword and those other things do you think that your um eagle scout background has prepared you to to kill better with knives no, not kill better but i just i have loved knives ever since i was in scouts and i probably hold some sort of record for because like in order to be able to carry a knife in scouts, you have to have a card. It's called a totem chip card. And anytime you get caught doing something fucked up with a knife, they cut a corner off the card. And when you lose all four corners to the card, you have to take the class again. I took that class fucking 70 times. Probably I was, getting, <laughs> you know, I was always doing dumb shit with knives. Fucking, you know, uh, what was the one? I, my, my scoutmaster saw me run and dive at a hill and stab it with the knife. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, don't worry about it. And he's like, well, give me your card. And uh, yeah, that was, I had to take another class after that one because it was my fourth. Because you murdered corner. a hill? Yeah, who knows what I was doing. I was fucking 15. I was 14. And I, I was 13 or 14. I was retarded. I was 17. I got my Eagle Scout when I was 14, dude. Is that good or bad? Young. I was super young. Most kids are like scrambling to get it when they're 18. I got it while I was still 14. So then the rest of the what years. Did, it's, wouldn't you quit at 18? I mean, like, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get pussy now. I don't know. Well, <laughs> just just join know. the Marines at that point. Yeah, right. Well, here's the thing. You know, if you've got parents or adults around you that are pumping rainbows up your ass about what it means to be an Eagle Scout when you're an adult. You know, they're making it seem like you're going to f- get fucking hired at all kinds of different places. It's go- Oh, it's great to go on your resume. You know, they pump it the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can hear you my know what I mean? Saying some shit like that. Adults yeah. were pumping it the fuck up when we were kids. <laughs> my uncle was an Eagle Scout. It's like, a, you know what I mean? And, what age uh, did he get it? I, not at 14. That's for goddamn sure. Were you just a prodigious outdoorsman or did you have just like a real relaxed kind of scout master? It's like, yeah, go ahead. N- no, dude. I mean, his his son was like rushing to finish it before he turned 18. Damn. It was just, did his son hate him for giving it to a 14 year old? No, because you have to earn it. I just, I would just go, uh, I would take all the merit badge. Like summer camp was just like college. Almost. You could take a shit ton of merit badge classes. So I just load up on merit badge classes my first couple of years and organically they're like, Hey, you're moving through this pretty quick. And once I realized that, I'm like, well, fuck, then let's just get it done, you know, get it over with. So then, you know, that very next year after I got my Eagle Scout, my Scoutmaster's like, what merit badge classes are you taking? I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, you can get palms. And I go, no, no, no. I got the thing. I did it. I go, I'm I'm going to go shoot (laughs) rifles. I'm going to go shoot. I'm going to shoot rifles. I'm going to go to the archery range. I'll probably swim. I'm going to suck down some slushies at the fucking trading post. That's I'm not doing anything. What do you mean? You know, and I would just go kick it and do all that dope shit, become an expert marksman with a rifle. You know, it was good times. I don't know. I was highly fucking motivated for some reason when I was 11 to 14. (laughs) I could just imagine like the scoutmaster talking to your dad being like, this, your son's a prodigy in there. Like you should have seen his penis as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I got that shit quick as fuck. And um, I mean, I don't know. It was I was nerdy as fuck for it, I suppose. But I don't know. You learn all kinds of dope shit, in scouts. My dad tried to get me to do four H, and I went to like two meetings, and was like. This is fucking stupid. I want to quit. <laughs> and he was like, all right, I don't want to go out here either. We don't have a farm, great. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the city. <laughs> in the middle of the city. 
It takes 15 to, minutes to cut our grass. I went to one Cub Scout meeting, and we made no-baked cookies. And they were really good, but then we didn't go back after that. Yeah, dude. That was it. It's my whole Scouts experience. Um, When I was like like three, probably from the time I was like two and a half to three, five through there, I was Irish dancing. My dad was a member of the Hibernian Club. And they had entered me into these comp- these Irish dance competitions. I won one of them. We went to like Ontario. I was like young as fuck. And then I remember, I still, like in my brain, I still remember telling my dad, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to play baseball with my fucking friends next year. And he's like, all right, you know, that's fine. You know, no problem. It's like, damn, dude, there's a timeline where I stayed an Irish dancer. I'm thin as fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, we just went to a, a Celtic Christmas this weekend down at uh, Playhouse Square. And it was like, it was an interesting show. Some old Irish guy was telling like a story throughout the whole thing. And then they'd stop and they'd play some music. And then Irish dancers would come out. And there was like two Irish dancers. And it was some hot chick and then uh, some tall drink of water. And then two of the musicians came out. They could Irish dance. And then there was four people Irish dancing. It was awesome. Nice. The footwork that it takes to do that shit is crazy. It looks exhausting. That's probably why I have good hand-eye coordination. I mean, you're not wrong. Because of your footwork? All of it. I mean, it's... Well, hands aren't used at all in Irish dancing. You gotta keep me at your side the whole time. Strict. But I'm sure foot-eye coordination is in the same set of neurons. I don't know. Well, you were doing all that fucking Boy Scout shit, shooting guns and throwing knives and having throw, sex with throw older men. Axe, like, you know. Throwing axes, archery. Were you good what at baseball? That? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I pitched. I did. Uh, but then here's what happened. I got fucking pelted. Can't remember the name of this fucking pitcher, but he, these dudes were throwing fucking smoke in G League, dude. And uh, I qu- I quit after my second year. Like basically, I didn't go into F League. I think because I was like, these dudes are throwing too fast. I got fucking rocked with one pitch, and I'm like, uh, hey, Dad, I'm a pussy. I don't want to get hit by this baseball anymore, so I'm quitting. And then they did that not worked out. Our leagues. Yeah, it uh, it ended up working out because then when I got to high school, tennis was during baseball season anyway, and I fucking love tennis. That's crazy, dude. I never would pin you as a tennis-playing Irish dancer. Dude, hand-eye coordination. That's the other thing. I was playing tennis when I was young, so that's probably there, too. Slicing the fuck out of the ball. You and Ramon Rivas were high school tennis players, and that blows my mind. I lettered in tennis, dude. Me and my buddy AJ beat these Asian dudes at Western Reserve. We were the only team to win the entire day, and we came back. They beat us 6 nothing the first set. And we came back and won. And it was like, you know, one of the craziest moments, high school moments, though both tennis teams are watching. And me and AJ just like pull it out of our asses and beat these dudes somehow. It was nuts. They were serving like fucking, I want to say 100 miles an hour, but it wasn't. But it, they served one, it knocked the, the racket out of his hand. Damn. It's crazy. Played football for three years and then quit. Somebody set our house on fire. It's a good reason to because quit. Because you quit? Yeah. Yeah. What? Did I ever? I've never talked about this. I think you have. I yeah. don't remember the two being linked. Well, because I, I, we had to like buy a new house and like remodel it. So that's that's what I did my senior year. And I fucking sucked. Like, let's 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 not get it twisted. Like, I was overplaying. <laughs> like, it was a good reason. But uh, yeah, that. The, speaking of knives, the kid to set our house on fire. My dad was up watching that fucking like infomercial where they sell pocket knives. Like this is a case <laughs> reserve Damascus steel pocket knife. You can get this for twenty nine ninety nine. My dad was up just calling knives at four in the morning and <laughs> saw the fucking house on fire and saved our lives. That guy saved our lives. It's amazing. But Jesus, uh, knives, knives saved your <laughs> lives, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, what else? Thanksgiving for me, dude. I had, have you guys seen these Delta, Delta nine drinks? They're, they're actual THC. You told me about them. 
yeah, dude, I had like a real life these edibles ain't shit moment. Like I drank one and talked shit to Allison, and like ten minutes later, I was like, I need to lay down. There's everybody here. <laughs> and I'm so stoked. And then her dad came over, and I was like, Yeah, dude, these things rocked me. And he's like, Do you have any more? And we gave one to him, and uh, Thanksgiving was great. Hell yeah. Allison drank like two of them, and I'm like, you're an animal. You're at, an animal. At Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, or like your Friendsgiving <laughs> yeah. thing? No, at family Thanksgiving. Nice. That's yeah, what's up. Dude. We just sedated everybody, and everybody got along. And uh, it was good. I don't want to <laughs> see turkey again for another year. Oh, I want more. I'm so turkeyed out. You and me both. I, I we, so we went to Uncle Don's and uh, like I was, I got some leftovers, but not, you know, the same amount that I would typically get if we hosted. So we came home and I made myself gluten free stuffing that night just to have as leftovers the rest of the weekend. It was great. Nice, dude. I smashed leftovers Friday night, like at 1130 when I got back from the wrestling show. Well, how was that? Oh, dude, it was a blast. Yeah. It was a blast. It was such a good show, too. Like, I have fun regardless, but it was a a very good show. Like, as far as, like, if I had a great them that I went to, it was one of the better shows I went to. Wow. The Two of the guys did the fucking WrestleMania thing where they jumped across the ring. Oh, okay. They did it from turnbuckle to turnbuckle. I don't know if that's more impressive or not. They didn't go off the ropes. I think that's, it's farther. It's like it's TV further. measure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So, yeah, but I don't know with the stability and whatnot, but um, there was a lot of high spots. Like, there's a lot of funny spots. It was good. It was good. We watched war games. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I know what happens. Is that new? War, it's Survivor Series. They call it Survivor Series War Games. And it was oh, pretty okay. cool that they, like, they merged two rings together with, like, like a steel plate area in the middle between them to to link them, and then they put a cage around it. And then they had two five-person teams where a new person came in every three minutes, and then nobody could be pinned until the last person came in. And, uh, yeah, there was like two of those, a men's and a women's, and then like three matches in between. It didn't seem like it was. it took forever like all these other WWE pay-per-views lately. I like that. Well, then CM Punk came back, and that's the talk of the wrestling world. Yeah, I've never understood the appeal of CM Punk at all. Uh, yeah, most wrestling fans, like the nerd Mark wrestling fans fucking hate him. Or they love him. Like, it's very, like, polarizing. Well, I love him. I don't, I don't see anything with that guy. I, I didn't watch wrestling then. I don't get it either. But I didn't either. You know. He was a big indie star that made it, and, uh, but I think he's trash. I've never been like overly impressed. But the place was losing its shit. It was. It really was. So, and then Seth Rollins going nuts. Did you see that video? Yeah, it's all the work. It's yeah. all the work. It's all the work. But I guess uh, what's his name? Your boy Drew McIntyre, like left like immediately he just like walked out of the ring and left the arena before he came out because he knew what was happening oh i didn't see that yeah yeah because he's like pissed because they're not paying him or like using him much they're so they kind of gave him a halfway storyline and he's like what the fuck well now this is another big dog eating on the plate dude so i imagine he's going to be leaving here pretty soon i think he's one of their top talents i'm a big fan yeah he's great I don't know if people just don't like him because they don't use him properly or what. I don't know what what doesn't get him over. He seemed to have a real big pop when he eliminated Brock Lesnar and then won the championship. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't. I like going to wrestling for like the nut shots and the botches and just how ridiculous <laughs> it is. Uh, that's what I like. You know, I like the I like laughing at it. So I don't get into it. Get into it like that. Yeah. So. I mean, there's guys I like, but it's because they're maniacs. Um, what else? Oh, fucking. It's my boy's loss, dude. It's time to fire Ryan Day. I'm going to officially say it. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of town, dude. Get him out of town. That's off. I don't think you should fire him. But 
that doesn't matter. Do you do you think he will get fired? No. No. Okay, because I thought that he would get fired, but shouldn't get fired. I I think I think he should. I think they'll keep him one more year. Um, if he, I mean, I said it last year. I said it last year. If he loses to Michigan this year, we should fire him. It's really going to come down to the fucking people paying that nil money, what they want to do. You know what I mean? It's going to come down to the big boosters, I imagine. Um, I, I right now my head is back the Brinks truck up to Nashville and bring Mike Vrabel back. It's a huge splash. Recruiting won't fall off. The guy knows what he's doing. Whether or not he would leave for it is another question, but um, I think he kicked the tires on. I just, dude, there's just one, it's fucking Michigan. You don't want to lose to him. And I get like his record everywhere else is good, but like how many coaches with Ohio State's talent could beat up on the mediocre Big Ten? The way that Ryan Day has. I mean, with how close he came to beating Georgia is really, I think, the biggest testament to what he brings to the table. Sure, but I mean, Georgia is... And and, and again, the Michigan loss, it was close score-wise, but physically, Michigan fucking dominated us. You know what I mean? Yes, they did. You know, and like, even if you watch like the videos, like pregame, like when the kids come out on the fucking field... Like, the Ohio State kids look like they don't give a fuck about the game. Like, Ryan Day's, like, trying to, like, push people, and it's like, they should be so motivated and run through a brick wall for that game. Like, I I just don't think the emphasis on how important that is to the alumni base is there anymore. I think the regular fan, yes, and the college football scope, and with the playoffs changing, like, I've heard people say, like, the Michigan game won't matter, but, like, to the people who are alum and, like, diehard fan, like, fuck the national title if we don't beat Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, if we had won the national title, it still would have been national title asterisks. So I think I think it's time. I, I just don't think he gets it. I don't think he gets – Michigan wants it more, and, like, that's the problem. I don't know. That, there were that, no it's fights, just a motivation. Really. I didn't like no! that. I didn't like that at all. I thought it was going to be a fucking bloodbath. Like, I thought we were going to be fucking fired up, and it just looked like we treated it like another game. And I guess, like, keeping the nerves down is an approach, but it hasn't worked in three years. And granted, they were fucking cheating the last two years, um, but they didn't cheat this year as far as I know. And it was a close game, and we had a shitty quarterback, and there was a touchdown that possibly should have been an interception, but we're not here to fucking talk about that. We lost the fucking game, and uh, what do you do? You know, because... What's another year? Then you lost four in a row. And then you're losing recruits. You're losing revenue. It's just the standard. The standard is beat Michigan. It always has been. It always will be. And if you're not doing that, then get the fuck out. Well, I feel like Kyle McCord is the worst Ohio State quarterback I've seen in my lifetime. He's not as bad as Joe Bowserman. But he's next, I think. I think Todd Beckman is the third worst. And Todd Beckman made it to a national title game. You don't need to be a fucking monster quarterback to win at Ohio State. You need everybody else to play well, and we did it. I, we kind of went away from the run. We played fucking scared. What We're running the clock out to kick a 52-yard field goal at the fucking half, and we haven't hit a 50-yard field goal all season. It's just it all came down to coaching for me, dude. It's like, get the fuck out of here, Ryan Day. And, like, it's not just me. Like, there's players. There's Maurice Claret. Maurice Claret, there was C. Grant, Chris Olave, uh, Mike Thomas. Like, there was a lot. Like, it wasn't just. What did Mose. Olave and Thomas do? Tweeted out, like, this guy's got to go. Like, and they played for him, I think, or he was on the staff. I mean, I don't know, man. Or at least give a play calling. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know what, what, what you can do to motivate these guys. C. Grant is a fucking psycho on Twitter, but he made some good points. He's. We're recruiting too many suburb kids. Like, we need to get some fucking dogs in there, dude. Like, we don't... Who? Nobody's fired up. C. Grant, um, the linebacker on the 2002 National Championship game uh, team that made that big interception. His name is C. Uh, Grant? C-I-E Grant. His kid plays for Hoban right now. Oh, I don't remember him at all. You know the the player that sings the fucking Carmen Ohio. So you're not you're not invested in the culture. So, but there's like I know what Carmen big, Ohio is. Yeah, there's a big fucking uh, like famous thing where C Grant sings Carmen Ohio, and it's 
fucking it'll bring tears to your eyes if you're uh, you know it's 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 my ave maria you're getting choked up over here i am dude i'm fired up dude notice i'm wearing blue and gold right now god it's yeah, oh, dude, oh. yeah you are. i wouldn't wear blue underwear on saturday dude i was i had to go change my underwear because like these are blue. <laughs> i can't wear them <laughs> no i mean I, it's okay like it, my world's not falling it's just a game i i guess but uh, we got to fix that problem. And he's one in six against top five teams. That's not going to bode well in this 12 team playoff. It just seems like he's beating all the fucking gimmies and, uh, losing all the, all the fucking games that he, sh- you know, he has no signature wins. Notre Dame this year, Notre Dame's 17th team in the country. That's, I know our fan base is entitled, but that's the standard we've set. So, um, Get him out of there, dude. Fucking back the Brinks truck up to Nashville. Let's go get fucking Mike Vrabel, dude. Mike Vrabel, when I was there, was still going down and getting pussy on <laughs> campus bars, dude. I'd see Mike Vrabel out just fucking buying rounds of drinks for people. He gets it, dude. He gets it. He's he's engulfed in the culture, so. <laughs> Do you think he's going to leave the NFL for that, though? I, I don't know. Because there could also be an opening in New England. Yeah, yeah, there could be. That's tough. I, and I know that alma maters are a powerful thing, but there's also more prestige in being an NFL coach, even if Is you're there? not making as much money. I'd say so. It's called uh, the prestige. I, I mean, a new, I mean, he played and won a Super Bowl at New England, so I guess that's it. But, like, being the Dolphins head coach or the head coach at Alabama, what's more prestigious? Like Saban left and then he came back or whatever. You know what I mean? So, well, I so mean, took that because he was good at one and bad at the other. Yeah, I guess they are different animals. You know, <laughs> Urban Myers left and came back. Well, he hasn't came back. He hasn't yet. come back to well, anything. Well, he is we'll a, a disgrace, and he's just kind of keeping in the national spotlight somehow successfully while biding his time, and then. Where do you think he goes next? Ohio State, dude. Bring Herb back. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if we drop one to Purdue in October, if we beat Michigan at the end of the season and get into the fucking playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, we'll take it. We'll take the scumbag Herb Meyer. <laughs> he beats Michigan. He's never lost to him. He gets it. He gets it. You you get a big pass for stuff like that. Dude, look at, look at the... Can you imagine if Deshaun Watson was good? Nobody would even talk about it. Like, it would just be, look, Ray Lewis killed a guy, but was great. It's just not talked about. And Urban Meyer is, he, what, he, he grabbed some butt and kicked a pussy punter. Like, it's nowhere near as bad. People forget about it. They'll forget about it. But I just, what they won't forget about is Ryan Day fucking losing three times to Michigan while Michigan saying he started the investigation on us because he can't beat us. I mean, it's. It's truly like from an outside perspective, it's insane like how invested everybody has gotten in this rivalry that's involved in it and like what it's turned into. There's nothing like it in sports. You know, there's fucking military tactics and then they're they're saying we fucking blew the whistle on them and it's it's nuts. They're cheating, they're cheating, they're snitching, it's it's bananas, dude. We didn't talk about it last week after all that shit came out. Then they're on they've got people on their sidelines blocking their huddles. Yeah. And they're call their signals with giant Michigan flags. Were they doing that during the game uh Saturday? Yes, they were. Yeah. What a bunch of what a bunch of dick squeezers, dude. <laughs> well, we've noticed people doing that the last, I don't know, six weeks or so. So I mean, cause in game you're allowed to steal signs. Yeah. You know. And it didn't matter if they were stealing signs or not because we weren't fucking stopping them, you know? And then we fucking blast one of their players. We throw out, like, one of their big captains. And what do they do? They run a 23-yard touchdown the next fucking play. You got to fucking put your, your dicks out there and fucking make a stop after blasting their leader, dude. I don't Get know. Get them dicks out there. I don't know. I just I don't, I don't like the physicality that we played with in that game. I think fucking Ryan Day trying to get people juiced. And I don't I don't know if it's for lack of effort. I'm not going to say he's not trying. I just don't know. 
I don't know if he doesn't get it, dude. If Connor Stallions would have decided to come to Ohio State, I would have been <laughs> fucking like, yeah, dude, whatever. Like, <laughs> like let's just let's be honest. But Harbaugh, Harbaugh at least gets it. <clears throat> he understands how important it is to win, and he cheated and broke moral codes with that. And I, I don't respect him for it, but you know, I understand. I'm just I I will say it again. I'm mad that there were no fights. I look forward to to the chippiness of the rivalry every year. I want it. I love it. And there was none. Michigan would have fought us, dude. We didn't want to fight them. We didn't want to fight them. Yeah, you got to so, fight them. Well, what do you think the culture's like in that locker room? How many of those players have been there the last time that they beat Michigan? And the rest of them, all they know is losing to them. You know, so it's probably, there's probably a, you know, a, a low energy, you know, type of thing in the in the locker room around that you know yeah i mean cj stroud left without gold pants there's a lot of guys that left that are fucking going to be stars marvin harrison doesn't have a pair of gold pants um there's there's a lot of guys that are going to leave the program that are stars that aren't going to experience that win so i don't know and i don't know what the right answer is like i'm not a fucking college football coach it just feels like they've been soft lou holtz old ass saw it and you know they've been soft they're just they're not they're not the hard-nosed Ohio State football team that they've been in the past. There's no fights. You're right, Brian. There's no fights, and that's a Bothers problem, me. in my opinion, too. Yeah, dude. Michigan would have fought. They were barking. They were barking the whole game. Do you see people saying that Marvin Harrison Jr. might come back for another year? That's bullshit. He'd be an idiot, too. He should It'd not play wild. in the bowl game. He should not even play in the bowl game. Yeah. I love the guy, you know. But why would he come back? Because he doesn't want to play for the Bears? I hate guys not playing in the bowl games. It's one last I, game. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't skip it. But at the same time, like, I also don't have. But anymore, like, he doesn't have to worry about the money. That's I didn't even think of that. So money is not a an lot, issue. It's dude. a lot different. I mean, you look at what these NIL deals are. And I mean, like, the top guys are making 1.7 mil. So, like, you're not, like, hurting. But the money between that and being a number two overall pick is very different. Yeah, I mean, if you blow out your knee in that bowl game, dude, you're still probably going to get paid. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you might, but you might slip in the draft. You might end up losing a decent amount of money because you're taking, you know, 18th overall money for a guy sitting there with a torn ACL. But he probably wouldn't even slip that far. I mean, what did Jamison Williams go, like 12 or 13? So he might might slip out of the top 10. Probably not, but the way it's slotted, like the number two overall money, or even one, like he, he might go one or two. He'd probably go one of the two. And so the, the way it's slotted, you would probably lose a minimum 10 mil if you're skipping a year and coming back and getting picked later in the top 10 or even slightly out of the top 10. What was the reasoning they're saying that he might come back? is? Because he never beat Michigan. And there was one other thing. What the hell was it? There were just goals. Like, oh, the the idea of playing with – this other um, wide receiver recruit that... Uh, oh, Jeremiah Smith. Who's yeah, also dude. apparently this past weekend standing on the sidelines at the Florida Florida State game, uh, potentially being swayed to, to decommit. Oh, dude, that kid, they, he goes on visits all over. Like his, I follow, I've followed him on Twitter forever. Uh, he just goes on visits. He's, and he's 18. Like, I'm still What's committed. forever? You've been following him since middle school? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like two years, dude. Two years. <laughs> Two years, dude. He's a fucking impressive player. He's a very impressive player. Uh, Jeremiah Smith is his name. Um, I hope he doesn't leave after fucking losing to Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, those are the things that you got to get done, or else he's coming in motivated to help beat him. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't have the answers. Yeah. But I. You got to get McCord out of there. That, that's the biggest thing. You got to find somebody else. Yeah, that fucking pick in the first quarter fucking killed us. That was the difference in the game. That and that. That interception uh, touchdown play, what do you think? It looked like he lost possession of the ball, and fucking we grabbed it, and they fell, and they rolled, and it looked like an interception to me. But I'm biased. Your unbiased opinion, do you call that a touchdown? That was a tough one. Um, I don't think it's an easy call, but I understand going with the call on the field. Yeah, I think that's what – if they would have called it an interception, I think it would have stayed. But the call on the field was a, a touchdown, and that's what they kept it as. 
that place would have fucking... I think if they would have called that interception, I think it changes the entire landscape of the game and the momentum, the crowds out of it. And there were a couple early calls that... Uh, some plays that that went to review early in the game, like the um, the touchdown that um, they might have had, like that third down run on the goal line stand, mm-hmm. where like I'm sure people in the big house were just like, we're, we are getting fucked by these refs. But like at, at home and being able to watch it, it's like, man, these are really close. But like I, I get where they're coming from. There were other calls where it's like, what what's on the field has to be what you roll with because it's so close. But they probably could have called that either way on that third down play. Now they got in the next play, but if they hadn't, it would have been huge. Yeah. The Ohio state defense, they've looked so good this year. I surprised that they got pushed around the way that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Michigan wanted it more. Seemed like they did. It. It, it visibly looked like they did. Yeah. And I tried to stay very positive and good, and I we had a, a dinner date. You didn't punch we yourself to, in the head at all? <laughs> no, no. I went over <laughs> to met my my buddy's kid. I have never met his kid. Is is his newborn? He's almost a year. I think. What's that dick uh, like? Uh, I didn't see his dick. Uh, I did not look at his dick. <laughs> you fucking read my mind, Brian. <laughs> but he was. He That's was what all baby talk is his, on this podcast at this point. Yeah. yeah. But he was the one who told me about his coworkers. Oh, okay. So he got a mass text message to uh, this baby. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, at least they're talking about baby dicks, too, and we're not just animals. Yeah, no, no. It, well, it was, beca- it was because of us, but they all noticed it. And he was like, oh, these. But uh, no, and like they're family to me. And so it was like, it was a very nice day. Like, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I told Allison, I was like, we're going to dinner. She, I was like, we went to Hilarities. We went and saw Big J. Uh, I had Hilarities that night. And I was like, I'll be good. And we show up and it's 1030 in the morning, 11 in the morning. And he has a Keurig, but for alcohol. Oh. So it's insane. What the fuck so is like, that? It, it's, it's an alcohol Keurig. Basically, you put it's got like four wells in it. And you put like a scotch in it or like a bourbon or a vodka and a rum. And then it has these little packets. And he's like, you want an old fashioned? And I drank an old, I drank two old fashions before noon. And uh, we shotgun beers every time they scored a touchdown like animals. And uh, hell yeah, I kept it together, though. I was I was good. All right. Uh, but did a lot of drinking. had a lot of fun. Uh, minus the loss. Um and then we're we're fucking at uh, hilarities and Big J's talking. He comes out. And he's like, he's like, you know, I thought Cleveland was nice, but then somebody got shot at the Christmas tree lighting ten minutes ago when I was walking in here. And I was just like, oh my god, what? And so like the whole time we're waiting, like there's a shooting going on outside, and we're sitting there laughing at him talking about some lady in the front row's tits. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> what's going on outside? I don't know. Dude, wow, downtown dude. was a fucking maze on saturday it was absolutely packed there's so much going on i didn't even realize big j was there but like you know i'm sure that sold very well plus the calves plus the tree lighting ceremony plus that cirque du soleil thing at the wolstein center it was it yeah. was a bunch we got out just at the right time so we had no problem leaving but like getting downtown i was an idiot and first got over into the all the way to the right to get off at like that ontario orange avenue exit and I was just sitting in line, sitting in line, and cars are just zooming past me on the left, and I couldn't get out. And then finally I got out and went down to Chester, and it went so much smoother. I should have just done that to begin with. Why'd you shoot those kids at the tree lighting before you left? <laughs> <laughs> they are talking shit. <laughs> it was insane, dude. Yeah, we went to Ohio City for dinner, and we Ubered because we we're like, we're not going to find parking downtown. Yeah. How much were the Uber rates? Are they crazy? No, it wasn't too bad. I That's don't know. Good. I didn't buy any of them. <laughs> And it's just across, you know, the bridge. It's pretty easy, but no, all in all, it was a good holiday. Um, you know, you guys were talking about watching that stuff. Uh, I watched. Please don't destroy the treasure of foggy. It's funny, Mountain. isn't it? Oh my god, dude! I was cracking the yeah, fuck up. It's funny as hell. It's so good. Yeah, check that out. I'm gonna watch it, and I'll actually watch this one. I always say I'll add it to the list and never watch it, and I don't. But uh, Dave kind of sold me on this prior to the podcast starting. 
It's funny as fuck. I I watched that the day that it came out, and I was rolling. It is very very funny. Yeah, it's yeah. goofy. It's it's so good. I did buy a bunch of video games. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I got both the South Park games. I got a Mortal Kombat game. I got that Shredder's Revenge. All right. Didn't we play that at your yeah, house, we did. Brian? Yeah, very fun game. I almost beat it the first time around. I yeah. didn't beat it, but I still haven't have you beaten it. it. No, I got to level twelve. I only play that with other people when they come over, pretty much. Yeah, my brother-in-law was in town, so I was like, "Let's get some fun." That's what Mortal Kombat. I'll never play that by myself, but I played a little bit of that by myself. I got Mortal Kombat eleven, so not the newest one. That's what I got too. It's good. Yeah, it's fun. It's real fun. Easy. I, uh, I like how they kept. I like how they kept all the fucking buttons the same. Like I can immediately walk in and do a move with Sub Zero. Yeah. Like I from my childhood memories. So it's like oh, that's nice. I can freeze this bitch still. You know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there's one more important thing to talk about. Oh, the Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Oh. What an ugly loss that was. Brian called it a trap game. I I thought that maybe the Rams and the Jets more so than Denver, but like this was very much a trap game. Holy shit, there. I don't get what's the what's the fans he's thinking. I don't know why you decided to pass the ball that much. Like just run it. it that's the worst pass defense in the league. Another bet worst run defense in the league. Just keep running the ball. And and like Jerome Ford he only had nine carries for 65 yards. I had to repeatedly check Twitter to see if he was injured, and he was not. Like, why would you – even when they did run the ball, they switched to Kareem for some reason. I, I don't get it. Sorry, I had to adjust myself there. Um, we know. We watched you do it. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, at first, I was I thought – are they just trying to get DTR some like confidence, you know, and like using this, like, Hey, we're going to be able to come back and stay in this game. But no, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, no. And I mean, eventually the defense straightened out and they did well, but the offense was just horrible. They just got their asses kicked and DTR did not look good. And a lot of drops, crazy amount of drops. That's that's what I was going to say. The two things that drove me fucking nuts were the amount of drops and then also the amount of holding they were letting them get away with on offense. I mean, it was like so blatantly obvious multiple times and they're just not calling it. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about Miles a lot, especially, but JOK had a monster game. He was probably the one true bright spot. And then I mean, fuck, Nijoku has all the tools, all the, the athletic ability to be so elite, but he just he can't put it all together. He can't have a solid all-around season. Like He is a fair player at best because of what he keeps doing to set himself back. I, this guy is just not as good as everybody says. Um, do you like how on that one drop they freeze framed it and they show the balls at his hands and his eyes are nowhere near. He's not looking the ball into his hands. He's already looking downfield and it's like, Jesus Christ, man, you're a fucking professional athlete. Yeah. Do the fundamental school. And Mark Sanchez, who is embarrassing, like it's horrible that they would hire him. But towards the end of the game, he just kept saying, I just can't, I don't understand. Why aren't you running the ball? What are you doing here? Like, and I agreed with him. Like, what, what is that? That was Stefanski's worst game in a while. Um, everybody's calling for him to get fired. I don't think you should do it after this game. But like, goddamn, this this was a really frustrating one out of him. And then that DTR one when he actually got hurt, like he ran all the way into the fucking end zone. Like, kid, stop doing that. I, I understand you can make some shit happen with your your feet, but like, stop. You're you're trying to do way too much. Well, that's what you get when you have a rookie second string quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> dumb it down to where he's just pretty much doing what Watson was doing in that second half of the Steelers game. Just have him dinking and dunking, have him, you know, design runs, make plays with with, with your feet. All, all these fucking weird uh, jet sweeps and reverses that they're doing. Like, oh my God. Why? Like, I loved when he got kind of kooky on the goal line. Um, I thought that that was great when they, they scored the touchdown out of the wing T and just kind of getting weird down in the goal line. I like that. But then when you're doing it and losing uh, yardage in the middle of the field, it's like, now's not the time to get cute, man. Or the football. They turned that one over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was uh, a pathetic. It, it felt like the Browns. It's all just, it felt like, <laughs> oh, this is the Browns we know and love. Yep. It, and it was a four o'clock game. I couldn't take a nap because I was upset and I just sat there and watched it all. Yep. That was terrible. What any updates on the injuries? I haven't looked. DTR got that, a concussion. They said that uh Miles is Miles avoided serious in, injury and is gonna be day to day. His was a wrist, right? Shoulder. Shoulder? Yeah. Well, that's a little more because a wrist you can just fucking wrap up and put one of them clubs on it. But a shoulder, pretty important for him. Um, yes, it is. What about Amari Cooper? Because he kind of got fucking strung out there, and there wasn't a dirty hit, dude. Fucking Elijah no. Moore was pissed. Yeah, he was. He, he was like lecturing that guy, and uh, you could see him and the other guy, like you know, what the fuck you want him to do, and it, it was not a dirty hit. Um, let's see. Yeah, so pretty much looking at Joe, Joe Flacco coming up, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, what? I never would have thought that in a million years. Flacco. I'm not seeing any. Let's see. Amari Cooper exits against Broncos with rib injury. X-rays negative. Um, what about Zadarius Smith? I don't know. I don't know any of the updates on the injuries. I have not looked. I'm not seeing it. But Amari Cooper X-ray is negative. That's that's good. Who else got hurt? There was somebody else. Zadarius Smith was the only one that I remembered. But I don't know. I Flacco like, you know, Dewan Jones has been good. If they put in Hudson, it is a drop off. They're still rotating them. That Christian or whatever he is, his name is at left tackle. He's, he did not have mm-hmm. a great game. He's not great overall. And then Wyatt Teller, for as good as a run blocker he is, he still gets just bitch sometimes one on one. Like that one, the safety, like that's what happened. Is Wyatt Teller one on one pass protection just got his ass kicked? Yeah, dude, the Browns are going to Browns. I mean, this the season's not over. I mean, I guess it's a plus, but. No, there's they're most likely going to make the playoffs. Like they they pretty much just need to win three games to get in the playoffs. So I think they'll make it. I don't know how much of a splash they'll make in the playoffs, but curious to see Joe Flacco. Real curious. You know, at least he won't be doing the dumb shit like running around and because he can't. Oh no. Uh, but <laughs> he's not gonna do any of that. He's a statue, dude. He's gonna have to get open a, quick and a stoic. <laughs> Brutal. Hopefully we'll run the ball it. with him. I'm all for it, dude. I'd say he won a Super Bowl, win us another one, dude. Here's your chance. We've had go get it. Fucking Trent Dilfer came here. He didn't do any of that bullshit. Just because you won <laughs> a Super Bowl doesn't mean that you're gonna be able to go and carry a team like that was a long time ago and it was the Ravens. Crazier things have happened. Has it got a Joe, solid, have crazier things happen solid. than thirty eight year old Joe Flacco coming in and helping the Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl? Have crazier <laughs> things happen? I bet there have, yeah. Can I remind you that he's older than all of us? Joe not Flacco me. is older he's, than you. He's not older than, how old is than he? Dave. He's not? How old how, how old, old are you, Dave? How old is Joe Flacco? Thirty eight. Yeah, no, dude. I'm forty two. Joe Flacco is only thirty eight. Yeah, aren't you older than him too? Yeah. God damn it, dude. <laughs> no, I'm fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I am a year older than him. 
Still, dude. Classic still, Fat McAfee. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, took that stat down. <laughs> Uh, 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 well, he was in that same draft class with Big Ben, right? No, we actually talked about this on a previous Fuck, you're podcast. right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> God damn it, you're right, you're right, you're right. We've done this all. Uh, fuck, I'm stupid. It's all right. He was though. with Kyle Long and Vernon Golston. Yeah, yeah, that was the last episode, actually. Yep, we it was. About it. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, I'm fucking dumb. Um, the last thing that we have to talk about, how about these fucking touchdown celebrations? Did you guys see uh, CJ Stroud? Hell yeah, dude. The, dude, baby, the baby boy, dude. The baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, who was it? DK Metcalf that did the other one that I sent you? Shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. I didn't watch that one. He learned sign language. And then when he scored a touchdown, he signed. That's number forty-four, my son. Is his about, son deaf? No, about the guy that was guarding him. The guy that was guarding him was number forty-four. Oh shit! So he he scores on number forty-four and then signs. That's number forty-four, my son. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see? Fucking hilarious! Do you see the Zay Flowers one that uh, Lamar hated? No, he called it ass. He said that was ass. Uh, Zay Flowers went in the end zone and threw the ball uh, backwards over his head like a bouquet because his last name is Flowers. Ah. Like at a wedding. And then somebody dropped to a knee and like proposed to the person who caught it. That's not bad. It's not not terrible, but like the footage of Lamar like hating it on the sidelines is so funny. That's great. Um, I mean, dude, it probably fucking played great with all the Swifties watching. He did a uh, a penalty kick one, too. Did he have two touchdowns? I think I benched him in my one league. I traded him today. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. He had a big week. I traded him for uh, George Kittle. Let's Playoff see. Push. Yeah, I benched him. He had two touchdowns. Kyron Williams is back, though. It'd be really nice if I could make a playoff push in my big money league. I think I'm beating you, even though I forgot to take somebody out. Yeah, my team sucks. Yeah, I'm going to beat you. My team sucks in that league, too. It's been rough. I traded Keenan Allen for Kyron Williams in a league, so. Ooh, that's not bad. No. And I got Najee Harris, too. Did you put him back in this week, Brian? Put who back in? Yeah, I did. Kyron Williams. Yeah, so did I. He fucking saved my ass in my one league. Same here. He killed it. Hey, guys. I got to run. Yeah, you do. Uh, Is this Wetzel's show? Is it sold out yet? Do you know? I have no idea. It probably is. Venmo Wetzel's, they'll they'll tell you if they can take you or not, but we got Wetzel's Wednesday pretzels. night. Wetzel's pretzels, whatever. Wetzel's. Wetzel's. If you type it in and type in Wetzel's Willoughby, it'll say, did you mean Wetzel's or whatever. It'll did be, you mean, it'll come up. It'll did be you fine. mean wet pretzels? Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's all we got coming up, except Brian's at the funny stop in March. Yeah, the, 14th, 15th, and 16th. Damn, there it is. All right, that'll do it. Go Cleveland.